You're listening to Season 2 of NFT 365. Talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365. Here's your host and digital futurist, Brian Fanzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Uh, Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And this summer, we've kind of been jumping around a little bit, and, uh, you know, it's kind of just the way the summer goes. Also, uh, with the market, I'm moving. There's lots of moving parts here, um, but I appreciate you know the feedback. Uh, also, a big shout out to a couple of people who have left uh, some reviews over on Apple uh, for the podcast uh, that hit me right in the feels. So uh, much appreciated for that. Uh, always uh, enjoy reading and appreciate you know anyone that's sharing out the show. Uh, been on this journey, and uh, I ran into a, 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 some people in Cleveland uh, this past week uh, at the Marketing AI Conference, which I'm going to talk a little bit about here on this show, but a couple of people that walked up to me um, that actually listened to uh, my previous podcast. Actually, someone came up and said, hey, Brian, I started following you and listening to Smack Talk, uh, which is a podcast I hosted, uh, co-hosted with uh, Daniel Newman, uh, my business partner at the time. Um, and it stood for Social, Mobile, Analytics, and Cloud. Um, it, it's an old school show. We stopped it, I believe, in 2016, maybe 17. Um, but it was a podcast that I absolutely loved doing. And I thought that was that was wild. And I actually had a couple of people that uh, showed me on their phone uh, that they had the Press the Damn Button podcast uh, on their show uh, on their phone. And uh, I, I, I guess the the lesson and the reason I share that is, you know, it's I, nothing I love more than going to IRL events, which, you know, I've been able to be speaking at the last couple of weeks, but actually more so is just a reminder of, you know, for anyone that's listening, if you're a creator in any sort, right, if you're creating on Instagram, creating on Twitter or X that I guess it is now, uh, maybe you're creating a podcast, maybe you have a YouTube channel, you really never know uh, who is listening or who you're impacting uh, as much as we wish we did. I wish more people reached out and let me know that they listened to the podcast. I wish more people, you know, tweeted out because for me, it's less um, about promotion (laughs) and it's more about like validation and reminding myself, um, you know, no matter how big of a creator you are or or how long um, you've been in this game, I can just tell you that, you know, it, it feels good knowing that people are listening, that people still care, that people are on the journey. And uh, for that, you know, I will say like, I never, it never gets old. And, uh, it was really cool seeing people in person. Uh, the other part has been, you know, I, I've been still dialed in following really closely in the uh, NFT Web3 creator economy space. Uh, and of course, been paying attention to the AI space, which I think uh, since November when ChatGPT came out, I think everybody has been kind of, uh, you know, kind of had their their eye or ear uh, to uh, all things chat GPT and of course mid journey and, and what I've been doing there with creating art uh, for over a year now. I've, I've been an artist for over a year, which is kind of wild to think about, but I will tell you the, you know, I've, I've been giving a talk. I've been hired to speak uh, on the topic of the value of storytelling in an AI age, right? In the age of AI. And that's a talk that I, I've been giving, uh, you know, more recently, I, I be a talk. I'll be giving a more, I can guarantee in the future, 
But one of the things that I've been noticing, and I, and I actually tweeted this out while I was in Cleveland for the uh, the Maycon event, uh, which was pretty amazing. 700 uh, plus people there that were marketing an AI conference uh, put on by the Marketing AI Institute. Big shout out to Paul and the team over there, uh, Kathy and Ashley and everyone else that was involved with that event. Really great uh, event. Definitely check out uh, their content. They have a, their own podcast, uh, Mike and, and Paul, the co-founders of the Marketing AI Institute um, they have a, a great podcast to definitely check out as well. But I will say one of the things I noticed was there was really no conversations at that event around Web3 and the intersection of AI, or even not even really Web3, blockchain and AI. And I've talked about that a lot here on the on this podcast. Um, many of you know that. Um, I believe like the reason AI doesn't scare me, the reason AI, I believe, is an exciting future has a lot to do with, you know, the the authority, the validation, the transparency that the blockchain is going to provide, right? And the you know one of those examples is that you know someone came up to me at the event uh, that we were at that owned a piece of my art, and they were you know showed it to me on their phone, and it's a one of one, and they didn't even really know that it was a one of one piece. And I was like, yeah, it's a one of one art. You know, I really appreciate you collecting one of my one of one pieces. Um, and I said, you know, what's cool about this is if anyone else said that they own that piece. You can actually prove and validate that on this day, your wallet bought that piece of art. And it also, it'll validate that I'm the creator of that on this day, right? Adding that like layer of validation. But, you know, one of the things that I, I, I've been taking away from a lot of the AI conversation is how important ethics and culture and tech transparency is uh, to the future of AI. And I think we, we saw that out of the, out of the gate uh, as soon as ChatGPT took off, you know, many of the tech executives were saying like, "Hey, we need a board of people um, to help, you know, kind of not overly innovate in the AI space." Which we could argue that that, you know, having a bunch of uh, let's just say people that are uh, capitalists in the sense of they, you know, they're ready to make money with these tools, get together and like try to say that they don't want people innovating, but yet we know they went back and. We have new versions and new tools, and if you haven't used like Claude or even Pi, another um, great AI um, chat kind of personal assistant, there's so many AI tools that are out there. And, and for me, like the tools have never been part of the conversation um, that excite me. Right, the tools to me are a vehicle to deliver uh, uh, a new experience. Right, and that's how actually I look at it. I, I will tell you, like to me, that's uh, a big piece of this conversation is more about you know where how do we find that harmony between technology and humanity and i do believe ai is one of the big answers to that i believe ai is going to disrupt every single industry every business but i also believe the blockchain and nfts still uh no matter you know what we can say about the the uh, the state of the market where we, what we could say about you know current innovation or focus that I, I believe wholeheartedly that uh, NFTs will be integrated into you know every business, every vertical, every day of our lives um, in many different forms and fashion to validate ownership, to proof of experiences, to um, you know for owner and, and collectibles, and uh, you know all of those things that kind of come full uh, full force. But I will say, 
you know, the conversation that AI has really led is around that idea of like, okay, if an AI tool is pulling certain data, what data is it pulling? And how is that data controlled or regulated? And, and where are the biases around it? I mean, I sat in probably four different sessions at this event around understanding the bias and the and how we have to think about some of these things that are uh, innately built uh, within AI. And it really had me thinking a lot about, you know, where did we go wrong in the Web3 NFT space when it comes to the lack of ethics, the lack of transparency. Um, and you know, someone at the event said, Brian, I think I, I know where that space went wrong. And their answer was simply the, the, uh, the need and desire for people to stay anonymous, which I thought was super interesting, like their view from the outside. And this is like one of the leaders in AI, I believe at the top of the leadership chain, in my personal opinion, it's someone that I look up to in this space. And uh, he said, you know, he's very knowledgeable, listens to the podcast, probably will listen to this episode. Um, and to him, so much of this innate, um, not only lack of trust, but history of bad actors and bad players, a lot of it is the idea that, you know, if we weren't forcing people that were founders of projects and people that we are willing to give money to, to put their skin on the, in the, in the game and connect their personal brand and, and more than just their first name, last name, but be able to be transparent and connected to their LinkedIn profile and us be able to validate, you know, these people who they are. It, it's not just about those people as this is what the conversation him and I were having. Um, it, it's what it allowed tools and marketplaces to do, right? If we think about it from like a blur perspective, right? There are a lot of people are angry or, or haters of the blur marketplace. And I've said here on the show that I think blur as a whole has been bad uh, for the NFT space uh, and the NFT market. While at the same time, you know, did our lack of demanding transparency and accountability early on in this space and our, our, our willingness to allow the ethical line to be very blurred, did that facilitate a marketplace to be able to, you know, deploy and implement some questionable tactics and some things that probably wouldn't have flown if we would have been more, you know, dialed in on that side. And, and one could argue, you know, the crypto influence, uh, you know, no one, not no one, just about no one that is, that I've been, you know, kind of diving into with AI, um, is really cares about crypto or NFTs, a majority of them are well aware about the power of the blockchain. Uh, a majority of them understand where this idea of you know AR, VR, AI, and Web three kind of come together. But a lot of them are not influenced or even in the know. Like their their knowledge of what crypto you know influences crypto doesn't really isn't isn't in, you know ingrained in the uh, AI space. And you know it got me thinking because. You know, I do think right now is is not the time for Web three for monetizing for Web three brands. I mean, we just we just heard I think it was today or yesterday. Uh, you know, NFT now. I you know they had posted a couple of weeks ago that they were hiring a bunch of new positions, and then uh, it came out that they're actually laying off a bunch of people as well. Um, I know pretty much almost every single Web three company that I've been talking to, um, even been considering going back to to work full time with a couple of Web three tools because I wanted to help build. Um, Almost every single one is either in a hiring freeze or going through a restructure of the company. And, and those are growing pains. You know, I'm an early adopter. I love being an early adopter. 
But I will say, I, I, I will be honest here, and I think that's something I pride myself on with this this podcast from day one. The frustration and the disappointment of where we're at today, I can't sugarcoat. If you would have asked me three years ago when you know I was you know bullish on everything creator economy and I was looking to better understand what the utilization of blockchain is going to look like, there's no way I could have predicted or would have thought we would be in the position we are in now. And the thing that I've always looked at as a someone that you know I, I consider myself a futurist and an evangelist for that idea of the harmony between technology and humanity, something that I've always you know prided myself in was that to me the the blocking and the tackling, the bad actors, the things that are going on um, that are kind of on the fringes, both good and fringe on the bad. Um, I've never really focused on those things. To me, it's been uh, a much bigger conversation about like what is our impact and where can this integrate into our day to day lives and how can small businesses and enterprise companies look at a lot of these things. And I'm doing the same thing with AI currently, from AI art to implementation implementation of Chat GPT. I was actually uh, on a call earlier today um, with the team from a very large three-letter company uh, around their AI model and, and what they're doing with their um, LLM and, and where this is all moving. And and I will tell you, the what I've always looked at as far as mass adoption and growth was what can we learn from past adoption um, strategies, past adoption mistakes, and even the human condition when it comes to things like revolutionary new technology or game-changing um, new aspects of life. And I'll say, like one of the people that spoke at the event, there was a, a Harvard uh, professor that was probably my favorite presenter of the entire event, the Macon event that I was at last week, um, that I was speaking at. Uh, you know, he made fun uh, of NFTs and crypto. He's like, "Well, this isn't." You know, AI isn't in the bucket of like live video or, you know, crypto or the crazy NFT Ponzi scams. And that was like a direct quote from him. And I found that really interesting because there is like this idea of like how we look at, you know, how certain things are either rolled out or phased in or, or the language that we use. And, and, you know, if I, if I go back and look, you know, if we listen to the episode that I did um, I believe it was in like December of 21. So 2021, December, I did an episode about Starbucks not using the same vernacular that that uh, NFT space was using, right? Around, the, instead of calling it a wallet, they called it a passport. Instead of calling it NFTs, they call it stamps. Instead of calling it, um, you know, rewards or tokens, they're calling it points. And I remember in that episode, to me, that that worried me on two fronts, right? From an education front, are we confusing more people, right? If someone comes through the Starbucks ecosystem, are they more adapt to the native way of doing things in this space? Or are they going to have to unlearn some things or retranslate some things? But then the second part of that was, what does that mean for this space or how people associate? And I will tell you, we have yet to see a, a very big security exploit or uh, a massive failure in the AI tool space. I, I will mar mark my words, mark this episode. It'll happen. It'll happen, in my opinion, probably in the next 45 to 60 days, where we will find out that a, a tool or a language model or some kind of version of something is either misusing data, using copyrighted data. Um, we I, One of the things that I know for a fact that will happen very soon is that we will see company employees 
using ch- public chat GPT with data and information that is IP protected and should be kept in house and, and probably should be used only within a you know learning language model that is built off of the public. We're going to see people do that, right? Cause it's humans, humans make mistakes. That's what I learned. You know, I worked a decade in cybersecurity uh, for the department of defense. And that was always the thing that, you know, scared us in the cybersecurity space. It wasn't the tools. It wasn't the Chinese hackers. It was the human condition, right? The fact that we as humans will make mistakes and the, the thing that's so interesting is that I believe that the AI space is really leaning in on saying like they're almost prepared for the negative side of things for happening. And I feel like on this side, on the uh, you know the Web3 NFT crypto side, we took a different approach, right? We took an approach of like, wow, look how much money can be made and shiny objects. And, you know, there was more mints and things that are happening, but we weren't questioning failures or holding people accountable. And, you know, I know there was some recent news about a couple of, you know, I wouldn't even say recent news. It seems to be like every couple of weeks, there's a new influencer that's exposed for doing shady things or that they, they rugged five projects before they launched their most recent project or whatever it may be. And, and each time I read that or hear that, it hurts me a little bit deep down, right? And I think the reason I wanted to do this episode is that, you know, at that conference, and I'm going to do, well, I'm going to actually share my talk um, here on the podcast. Um, I should get that next week and I'll share it out with everybody um, so you can listen to my talk on, on that side. I'm also going to do, a, you know, a little a more, you know, I would say download debrief on all things like AI and where my head is on there. But I will tell you the thing that really jumped out at me is this is a, a marketing leading conference with really to companies like Amazon and Walmart and the Cleveland Clinic that are doing some crazy cool innovative things around using AI tools. Each one of them were taking it from the standpoint of, of baby steps of understanding the adoption curve and kind of like understanding how, where we, we, it's, it's we need like regulation and rules, but we also have to question some of the leaders and, and the way that data is being used or things that are being shared. And the thing that I, I wonder is, Maybe, you know, maybe where does AI come back into Web3 and help fix some of the broken culture that exists here? Where can we integrate, you know, some machine learning or language models that allow us to better understand some of the successes that exist in this space over the last three years so that we can amplify and celebrate them? And, you know, I will tell you, like, I know I love seeing what some of these great you know, projects are doing. Many of them we interviewed on the podcast, right? If you're not paying attention to what the killer bears are doing, what DGen knights are doing, um, what, uh, let's say the meta athletes are doing, uh, what lazy lions are doing, what crypto dads are doing. If you're not paying attention to what all, what V friends is doing, you know, all over my feed currently, like they're doing some really cool, innovative things. And I think for me, the frustration is it, the, the space was, we were building this to where it wasn't just, the 1% or the 0.1% that we're going to win. It was going to be the rising tide that lifts all ships and that we were going to come together and understand how we could build and embrace community. And, and the frustrating part is it looks like we fell in the same old traps that we have before. I think the positive optimistic side is if we're willing to look at what AI is doing, look at what the AI industry and the culture is doing. This is something, this is where my focus has been, uh, especially recently. And, you know, even for a couple of companies that I've been, you know, interviewing and talking to, uh, about possibly going, you know, into working with them, 
a lot of my kickback with them is like understanding their definition of success with AI. Where is their blockchain strategy? How are they looking at, at things like AR and VR and location-based services? And to me, all of this is exciting. And I think we are, we are moving into a, a world where transparency and ownership are continuing to be valued. But I, I don't know how long it's going to take for us to fix or undo a lot of the cultural mistakes that have been made within web three, within NFTs, within the creator economy, within crypto, within shit coins. And that makes it frustrating. That hurts my heart. Uh, it makes it really hard um, to stay as positive as I like to be um, as far as, you know, where we're going, but just know that, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not giving up. Uh, you know, I, I am looking at different ways of monetizing in a future as because I don't believe monetizing in web three um, is is the place to be at this current time or maybe even for the next you know 12 months and uh, that's hard for me to say because I when not only did I go all in with a podcast but I went all in with my brand and my business and my life and you know unfortunately that's what happens sometimes right you know shit happens life happens failure happens but I think at a, at a bigger point of this to me what worries me is that we still haven't really learned or figured out what we could do better or how we could how we could implement things better and then ultimately how we can start to to grow together in ways where there is attention and money and and I mean a majority of the companies that that I've you know been looking into to better understand who I want to align with the more scared I am about how all of this space is going and uh, I I think time will tell but I also think we have to learn from what's around us. Like look at how AR and VR, AR and VR came out, right? I had Google Glass back in 2011, 2012. We deployed it in the company I worked for, the data center I worked for, but it was, the timing was off, right? I remember, you know, when VR came into the, the sunglasses that I still wear, my Snapchat spectacles, and they have an AR component, not a VR component, an AR comp component. Um, I still wear them, but yet, that that technology really was too early for its time and and it, we didn't understand where that was going to all fit and we could even fit that into things like the metaverse right where does the metaverse fit in but i i'm a big believer in the more success ai has on us pushing the envelope for better kind of harmony to better understand how we can create content you know increase productivity streamline data and information uh, expose bad actors i actually think all of that in ai benefits all of us here in web three nfts and crypto and so in a weird way i'll leave you with the idea that we should all be rooting for ai success we should all be rooting and cheering on the future of tech in that realm and even the, the vr and what um you know apple is rolling out with their you know the apple pro and you know their provision set but at the same time we should be willing and able and, and open to recognizing some of the things that 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 current tech that is leaning towards success is doing better than what we did. Because guess what? Even when the bull market comes, the thing that scares me more than anything is that we just go back into our old habits and bad, bad things that we did before. And we just set ourselves up for another, you know, nine, 18 months of good in a, in a, in a bull run only for us to wreck people and innocent people and to get us back in the same spot that we're in now. And, and for me, that's the big picture that I, keep my focus on and I hope many of you do as well. So thanks everybody for listening to this episode as always. Thanks for sharing it out. Um, if you have ideas for the show, if you have 
um, you know, projects or people that you want to have on the podcast, reach out, let us know. Um, if you want to have some more of the conversation around AI and some of the things that are happening there, um, of course, you know, hit me up. I'm iSocialFans on every single social channel. Uh, and don't forget to hit subscribe. Hit subscribe to the podcast if you made it this far. Um, be, you know, keep being the know. We're going to get back into a regular, uh, I say we, it's just me. I'm the only one here now. Um, if I'm going to get back into a regular publishing uh, of the podcast over, um, you know, as summer kind of winds down and, uh, and we'll be rocking and rolling into the fall. But uh, until next episode, my friends. Thank you for listening to NFT 365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review, like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. Join our email list to keep up with all things NFT 365. We appreciate you spending a little of your time with us. And as always... 